Eagles Entertainment. On Thursday, December 16th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First to the podium, defensive tackle Fletcher Cox. There's a video on, on Twitter of a woman who bought a Tide wash machine that you're apparently the voice of. Is uh, that is that accurate? And when did you record that? How did that come up? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's very true. Uh, I was working with Tide. I've been working with Tide all season on that, and this is a thing that you know turned to code deal, uh, and I was. You know, very uh, fortunate to be a part of it um, as one of the teams represented. So, yeah, that's very true. Uh, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Uh, the, uh, if you look at your career, December's been your most productive month as far as sacks. Uh, why do you think that is? <laughs> I don't know. I hope it continues. Uh, but uh, I don't know. You know, I just, um, to me, honestly, December is so important to me, you know, and uh just try to stress it to a lot of guys in the room, a lot of guys on the team, how important um, the month of December is. I think I said a while back, you know, they remember you in those months. They really remember you in December. Um, you know, no matter you know, what happened early in the season, I think everybody kind of forget that. But you go into to December and know how important it is, and knowing, especially right now for this team, how important it is. You just got to stress it to them and just, you know, just kind of beat into their brains um, and make them believe in it. And, you know, the veterans that's been around, the guys that's been around the league know um, – what, what December means in this, in this series either, you know, you can't fake the energy, you can't fake the intensity, um, just controlling everything, you know, um, emotions and everything and just, you know, putting it all out on the field. Is that something you knew that December is your most productive month? Kind of knew. Uh, I think Coach Wash kind of, um, <clears throat> Coach Wash brought it up to me. But uh, like I said, hopefully I can continue that and, you know, get it out of this slump. But most importantly, a win on Sunday is, is, is I think, is probably better than, you know, getting – couple of sacks you know I'd rather have both but um, you know a win is it's always good on that same note though uh, in 2018 you guys kind of faced a similar situation where you really needed to like push it and then you capped it with that big game against Washington what what is it about these division rivalries playing out so late in the season that gets you guys hyped and get you guys amped for these type of games I think the biggest thing is we know them they know us um and that's, you know, we know, you know, their players, they know our players. Um, so it's probably having a couple new players, but that comes down to it. You know, the records go out of the window uh, you know, when you're playing a division game because, you know, at the end of the day, it's a division game and each team want to win. I think it comes down to, you know, what team makes the least mistakes, which team, you know, won it more, um, and which team is focused on more for four quarters. Have you guys been thinking about that stretch run in 19? Uh, having, having looked at it, I think the biggest thing is thinking about Sunday. I think, you know, that's, that's what I've been stressing to a lot of guys in the room uh, and knowing how important it is, knowing that this is a playoff game, knowing that this is a division game, knowing that this is our first time seeing the, the football team. Uh, no matter, you know, what they're going through, um, they'll show up to play. I think Coach Rivera had them ready to play. Going through that kind of a situation, though, before, does it help? I mean, are those experiences you can draw from? Obviously, you, you can draw from them. And I think the main thing is just staying focused. Um, having everybody focus, having everybody honed in on what they need to do um, as far as game plan wise and, and just transferring from today's practice to tomorrow's practice um, and taking it to Sunday. Well, back, back then, two years ago, obviously, I mean, you guys were more of a veteran team than you are now. Is that something like you preach to the younger guys as far as like, you know, what these last four games would be like, backs against the wall and all that? Just take them, just take them under your wings. You know, when you see them, you know, kind of veering off in practice or trying to veering off on. You know, obviously I've been in that position where I can go and practice. And, and, you know, when I was younger, when, you know, a younger player, um, you know, not that experienced. But, you know, you take that young guy, you explain to him what's going on and how important 
what we got going forward is, um, I think. And, you know, you'll see that. You know, you'll, obviously at practice today, I might grab a couple guys just kind of veering off um, and just, you know, just tell them how important it is, how important this practice is, how important this next play in practice is. And, you know, you do that and do it today and tomorrow, you know, Saturday mock game, and like I said, transfer over to Sunday and still beat it in their head. Um, since about week eight, so about halfway through the season, you guys have been a top ten defense in a lot of categories. Is is that just the natural sort of evolution of learning a new system, getting comfortable, coach learning players, players learning coaches, or can you put your finger on something else? I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, the new system. I don't think you know. Obviously, you go through training camp, you go through those first few games, and you know, you you kind of figure out you know, what's going on, you know, what, what, what type of, you know, defense we're going to be. Um, obviously, you have new players in some, in some different positions, you know. Um, you got coaches getting to know players, players getting to know coaches, knowing what the coach called, knowing what to expect from the coach, coach knowing what to expect from the player. And, uh, you know, once you get that and everybody's playing on the same page, each guy holding each other accountable, which is always 100%. And, you know, just, just going out on Sunday and, uh, you know, just showing it. I think these last few weeks has shown – you know, what type of team we can be, what type of defense we can be if we, you know, stick to what we're doing. Fletch, Ryan Kerrigan's going up against his former team. I'm pumped for Ryan, by the way. How would you describe how he's fit uh, in the room this year? Ryan's been good. You know, he's been good. Brought leadership, you know, brought a lot of, you know, a lot of help with, you know, Josh Sweat, you know, helping those guys, especially when, when, when BG went down. Uh, him, and, him and Derek talk a lot. Him and he take all those ends and just, you know, spend some time with them. And you, you expect that from a guy like Ron. You know, he's been good to the room, been good for this team. Next up, wide receiver Devontae Smith. How y'all doing? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, it was good. Very relaxing. Stay around here? Yeah, for the most part, stay here. Uh, I mean, I feel good. Um, I was well needed, you know, just to kind of get my legs back under me. Just curious, when uh, Nick addressed the full team, what was his message to all you guys this week, especially after? Oh, uh, I mean, just get back to it. I mean, fresh off a of bye, now you just gotta go back to work. So get back into um, doing your, your routines and things like that. Has this week been different at all, just in, in terms of what Washington's going through in COVID, so are you guys doing things differently in the building? And then just the magnitude of the game on Sunday. Uh, I mean, just keep our space in between each other, um, obviously. I mean, just wear a mask and things like that. Just making sure we're doing the right things, um, even when we're out in public, have masks on, things like that. Does the wide receiver Say it again. I mean, we just, we just moved into a different room, that's all. So just kind of everybody just in kind of different rooms now, just to um, give us more space. I don't think we talked to you coming out of the Jets game. What was just, you know, any differences with Gardner and Shirt at quarterback? Oh, uh, I mean, those, those guys, I mean, they prepare. I mean, he came in, he, he got the job done. I mean, he came in, did things he was supposed to do. Uh, I mean, two totally different quarterbacks. I mean, Jalen's going to run more, Gardner's going to sit back there more. But, I mean, they both come in, they both prepare. Um, so, hats off to him. Does it change anything for you as a receiver? Depending on the quarterback, I mean, you mentioned Jalen likes to run more, so was, I guess there's more off-schedule type plays. Does it, does it change anything with Gardner? Or... Uh, I mean, it's the same thing with Gardner, too. I mean, he can't just sit back in the pocket all the time. So um, times where he has to get out the pocket, you have to kind of go off schedule. So, I mean, it's kind of the same. It's not often the number one receiver plays 62 percent of the snaps. How did you react to that? Uh, I mean, that's, that's the personnel. That's the game plan. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not upset about it. That's the game plan. 
Um, I mean, whatever the coaches put in, we have to go out there and execute. So, I mean, who they have in is who they have in. I mean, all of us, whatever role we have, we all take pride in it. How do you repeat, remain patient running all those routes and maybe the ball doesn't come to you as much as you'd like? Um, like I always say, you got to make the plays when they do come to you. So, uh, I mean, just focus on doing my job, and when the ball comes to me, just make my play. Monte, you obviously going against Slay, we talked a lot about that. But I feel like when, we, when you've talked about him, you talked about how he's goofy and lighthearted, but on the field, he does seem to really attack it mentally. Is that a fair assessment, and is that a part of his game maybe? Uh, yeah, I mean, Slay, he, he's big on um, getting his middle reps and things like that. Um, whether he's not in, he's coaching those young guys up, you know, kind of helping them out. Um, I mean, been, playing the game mentally is as big as just being out there because um, you have to see things happen before it happens. Devontae, uh, people talk about our rookie war, and obviously people have also said, Um, tired. I mean, no. Nah, I mean, I feel like I'm still young. I feel like I can still run all day. Uh, so, I mean, like I said, the game plan is the game plan. Whoever they have out there, that's who they have out there. Um, certain personnel, certain people in. So, I mean, we have to go out there and execute the game plan. Has it been important that the ball's in your hands more than twice a game? Is that a fair thing to say? Oh, I mean, like I say, when the ball comes to me, I make my plays. I mean, as long as we're winning, I'm happy. No matter if we run the ball a hundred times and don't pass at all. I mean, we're winning. That's a good thing. Has that been an adjustment for you, like you know, being in an offense that runs the ball as often as these guys have, you know, as you guys have the last six weeks? I mean, as far as a receiver is concerned. Um, no, nah, not at all. I mean, it's been times in, in my life where I didn't get that many passes. I mean, it is what it is. That's that's the game. You have to do what's working for you. So if running the ball is working for us, that's what we're gonna do. When when are those times in your life when you weren't getting the ball? Oh, uh, I mean. High school, I mean, in college, I wasn't always the guy. I mean, I came in, Calvin really was there. So, I mean, you just have to kind of wait your turn. When the ball comes to you, make your play. You were having a little bit of an elbow issue, I guess it was. How's that feel now coming out of the bye? Is it something that's healed? Or oh, it's, I'm good. I've always been good. I was uh, returning home, watched your brother play, and uh, I guess they won the state title. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, he had something I don't, a uh, high school state championship. So, I mean, he's going to have that forever. I mean, I'm proud of him. Uh, no, I didn't make it. When it comes to the type of balls that uh, Gardner mentioned, Jalen Hurst, was there any type of differences in the type of balls it is when it comes to receiving? Uh, no, nah, it all looked the same to me. Monte Rodney made it uh, pretty clear post game in the locker room. What is the mindset right now in this team? And how, is there a different feel, different level of excitement playing on Sunday for given the stakes? Uh, I mean, just keep stacking. I mean, go out there every day knowing that um, right now we're fighting for the playoffs. So, I mean, every day counts. So, just going out there, make sure that you get 1% better every day. Just like Clay was asked about you yesterday, and he ran through a lot of your attributes, and then he said, you know, for someone who's six foot something, 105 pounds, uh, <laughs> how, how, how do you react to that? <laughs> uh, I mean, you just go out, it's just kind of the mindset I have. I mean, just to go out there. I mean, no matter the size, who I'm going against, just kind of the mindset that I, I won't be denied. I mean, that's just kind of the mindset I always had. Um, and, I mean, that's just football. It all starts with the mental. How do you adjust it to the change in climate, always being kind of a south guy, southern guy? Uh, and do you think that – will that change your approach to, you know, in-game and how you uh, 
how you play? Um, nah, I mean, football is football. Um, it was one day last week. I remember the, the exact day. Thanks, Devontae. Thanks. Now we'll hear from safety Anthony Harris. How you doing? Doing all right, I know. How was the bye week? You know, it was nice. Um, had some time, you know, get away from football, check in with the family a little bit more, uh, get a body of rest, um, and then, you know, get back and get ready to work. How long did it take, do you think, for the locker room to kind of buy into him being genuine in his approach to coaching? Um, I mean, I'm not really sure. I think everybody kind of, you know, was very, you know, uh, welcoming and open to, you know, when he's coming in, not really knowing what to expect. And I think people just were taking it day to day, um, you know, uh, just coming in, looking at some of the things he's getting done, um, seeing some of the progress that we've been able to make uh, through training camp, learning from him, um, and then going on the field and getting the results. Um, I think that's really what, uh, as a player, you kind of get that reassurance of, and building that relationship with the coach. When you see what's going on kind of in Jacksonville, does it kind of reaffirm how big trust is between the coaching staff and, and players? Yeah, I mean, I think I think trust is big um, from, you know, players to coaches, uh, players to players. Um, and, and that's ultimately just, you know, believing in, you know, the people that you're working in, uh, what they believe in, what you're trying to get done, um, being on the same page, and then really just, you know, that relationship working together. So I think that, you know, cohesiveness and, and understanding of one another um, is something that, that has to be there. Hey, um, I just asked Fletcher this. That I want to get your take on it. It's about week eight, so about halfway through the season, you guys have turned into a top ten defense in a lot of categories. Can you point to something? Is that just the natural evolution of uh, new coaches, your new player in this organization? Is that just a natural evolution, or do you see something that clicked at, at, at sort of that time frame? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the, the first piece is just, you know, having having good players and good coaches that, you know, work well together um, and continue to fight, um, you know, for, for that progress, you know, coming in each day with the positive attitude and just trying to get better each day. So I think over time, if you have a collective group that can do that, um, and regardless of whatever the adversity may hit, but really just stick together um, and come in each day and work at it, you know, you can make some progress. So I think what we've been able to do over the past few weeks it's ultimately us just, you know, coming in each day, um, learning from the things that we're doing well, learning from the things that we don't do so well, and just trying to improve in each category. Earlier this season when things weren't going well, Jonathan Gannon was getting a lot of heat around the city. Um, how did he handle it? I mean, what, was, what did you guys see from him behind the scenes? Um, just being very, you know, calm and collective and, um, you know, believing in, you know, uh, what he thinks that we should be doing out there and, and how we need to do it. And ultimately, just not letting that waiver, um, you know, who he is, uh, how he treats us in the room, how what he expects from us as, as players, and just keeping it at that very professional level of just, hey, like this stuff, you know, we just got to continue to work at it, continue to get better, um, continue to keep that open mind, that open positive attitude of, you know, coming in, getting on the field, getting on the film, um, and looking for ways we can get better. And, and the players have just, you know, continued with that. Um, working together with him and working together with each other on just how can I get better um, I, at my individual visual craft to make the team better as a collective. Have you ever played with anybody who talks as much as Slay? Nah, nah. I mean, um, and that, that guy, energy is very genuine, um, very real. 
he's consistently like that. You know, it's not just on the field, in the locker room. Um, whenever I've had the opportunity to be around him, that's that's just been him. So, um, you know, very grateful for that. You know, he lightened the mood. But then at the same time, he, he has a side where he's like he can lock in and really, you know, dial guys in. Hey, fellas, let's go. You know, it's time to pick it up or we should be doing this, we should be doing that. So I think he does a, a great job of keeping things light, um, but at the same time, you know, keeping guys on that straight and narrow. I mean, he just he just knows when to come in with it. Um, I mean, I think we got a, we got a good room in terms of guys who really stay dialed in um, on what we want to get done, where they want to go, and, and everybody just helping each other thrive. So I think often he kind of plays back and, and kind of let guys handle it. But there's times when he steps in, um, you know, whether it's, you know, a big game coming up or really just, you know, a opponent that everybody's saying that we should be able to beat. It's really just stepping in and keeping that happy balance. I think he does a good job of doing that. What are you seeing from Taylor Heineke? Uh, Taylor's he's very creative. Um, from time that I spent with him when he was in Minnesota, um, his ability, you know, move outside of the pocket, um, you know, make the different throws from different angles, and just be able to create and buy time is what he's what he's always been able to do. Um, from my time seeing him and, and having some touch on the ball, be able to drop it in. As a young safety, what what have you seen from Marcus Epps? What as, as the veteran guy and one of the veteran guys in that room, when you see a young player kind of earn a rotational role, what did he do to sort of earn that? Just staying consistent, um, continue to you know come in with a positive attitude, continue to work. Um, and just being a great teammate um, is the thing I think he started with. And a lot of guys who kind of get into that role, they start with just coming in each day, no matter how big or how small your role is, but whatever it is, owning it and trying to be the best at it. And then from there, it's just, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities given and just continue to build from that. Good. Thanks, Alex. Up next, linebacker Alex Singleton. Washington likes to uh, throw to their running backs, and they're very good at, at getting yardage after the catch. How disciplined do you guys have to be kind of in the flat this this week? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it all comes down to, you know, the down and distances. They're pretty good at, you know, getting everybody down the field when they're kind of in trouble and getting it to those guys or just Heineke, you know, making a play as well. So, you know, definitely keeping, you know, obviously what we call the cup, you know, alive and when we're – you know, obviously, you know, kind of ballooning out and getting after them is, you know, obviously the game plan. And when we are in times where we're man to man against them, you know, obviously take it away right away. What are you seeing from Heineke on film? He's a good player. You know, he makes he makes the right decisions, you know, obviously most of the time, you know, uh, whether it's, you know, through scrambling, who to get the ball to. He's not afraid to take the check down, like you just said, and give it to playmakers who will, you know, make one guy miss and get a first down and, you know, you know, just keeping drives alive, which is, you know, obviously huge in this league. Uh, McKissick for them, Alex. He's been one of the better receiving backs in the league. Hasn't been there for a couple of weeks. May may not be back. Them with him versus them without him. How, how much of a difference does he make? Yeah, it's huge. Like you just said, you know, he's one of the best receiving backs, you know, in the league. And that that alone just puts that extra emphasis on you know taking him away and you know obviously leaving you know other guys you know a little more open if you have to you know take him out of the backfield. Yeah, you know, I still remember, you know, his first year when we were, you know, with Schwartz, just how much we honed in on him, you know, being a receiver out of college and, you know, him switching over to running back and being able to take that away. How weird has this week been preparing for a while? Yeah, obviously, you know, they have a lot going on there. But, you know, 
for us, you know, no matter who's going to play, you know, they're going to, you know, play what they play. So we're going to, you know, obviously prepare for what we're going to see, and it doesn't really matter, you know, what guys are going to do it. It's a division game. We haven't won a division game. We need to win a division game. So we're going to, you know, go out, and I don't I don't think care too much who, who's uh, who's wearing their colors. We're going to, you know, go out and, you know, compete and continue to prepare, you know, to play our best game. How much of a thought is it inside the building? Uh, not at all. You know, I think we're taking the precautions to not put us in that situation and just kind of, you know, with, through the league protocols and then kind of our own, you know, decided as an organization, you know, what to do to make sure that we don't have this kind of stuff happen. And I think that that was it. And, you know, like, you know, we're 100% focused on Washington, not really worried about, you know, all, all the other stuff going on, especially with them. In terms of the changes uh, in the building, in terms of uh, protocols, does it feel more like last year? Uh than this year in terms of how much the changes have been made? Oh, uh, no. You know, I th the only, you know, big difference we did was move from the auditorium to the indoor for team meetings and then defensive meetings. So it's not, you know, the biggest difference. You know, I think, you know, it might feel like last year just because that's where we did those meetings last year. But besides that, you know, we obviously the building was, you know, changed so much in the last two off seasons to kind of fit these kind of meeting types. So it's not that big of a difference. You guys have to guard against kind of thinking that, they're not, you know, they're not 100%. You know, we can just walk over them. You have to kind of guard against the notion that you just go out there and play and win. Yeah, I mean, I think the scariest guy, you know, is that next guy waiting. You know, I think uh, you can prepare, you know, when you can watch a guy play for, you know, two or three years on film, you can kind of learn a lot about that guy. When you just have a guy, you know, everybody thinks it's just some – you know, player off the street. Usually they've, you know, been in the building, they've been around the NFL, you know, and it's a guy that's hungry to play and kind of, those are the guys, you just give them an opportunity, usually, you know, show up, spark a little bit. I think we saw, you know, with Heineke when he came in, you know, last year, you know, it's just, you know, one of those things, you know, and there's, you know, hundreds of examples of guys like that. And, you know, those are the guys that I always take, you know, into more consideration because you can, you can know everything a guy does that, you know, plays week in and week out. And a guy that's, you know, obviously this is first game, you know, you're going to get, you know, the healthiest guy on the field out of that guy, not a guy that's played 15 weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you described yourself a little yeah. bit, right, at one point in time? Yeah, I think, you know, that, yeah, exactly. You know, I would be more worried about me when you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> You brought up the lack of division wins. How much does the Giants loss kind of burn within this this organization? How much do you guys kind of not regret, obviously, but it's one that got away. Is that something that's discussed? Yeah, it's not really discussed, but I think we kind of, you know, obviously, you know, we watched it. We played the Jets. You know, we had to go up there and do that again. We've had the bye week, so it's not like, you know, you're, we're not going to let it linger. We know what's in front of us, and we know, you know, if we can take care of business, we get them again. and you know, it can change, you know, completely our division record, you know, where we want to be in the, you know, obviously the playoff race and all that stuff. But it's just got to be one week at a time. I think it burns enough where it's like we got to go do our jobs this week against Washington and not let that happen again. You know, if we're in that situation, you know, to take advantage of our opportunities, you know, step on a team's throat and win that game. You were here two years ago, obviously, when you guys had to win all four games, all division games in order to get the playoffs. Um, obviously, this team is a lot younger than that team a couple of years ago. Is that something like you talk to with the other guys about what that kind of atmosphere is like being in must win games and all that? Uh, we haven't really yet because I think we kind of have felt that we've needed to do that already for the past you know month or so. Obviously, you know the Giants loss. That's why it felt like such a big loss is because we you know we felt like we were moving in the right direction where we can make a run here and you know not lose any more games. So it was you know. 
just kind of we're already in that situation, obviously. You know, guys, I guess, talk about it more in smaller groups. Hasn't been. Obviously, you know, new coaching staff. It's not like the coaches are going to come in and say, hey, the five of you guys were here in 2019. Remember when you won four straight? So it's something, obviously, you know, we know. We know kind of the attitude to take into practices and, you know, those things. And like I said, in this division, you know, you have to win games. You know, the obviously the focus is on winning your division. And now we get that chance, you know, again, like they usually do in the NFC East. And especially for us, they, you know, pack every game at the end of the season and so you know we kind of get the opportunity to kind of control what we can control here you mentioned that new coaching staff since since about week eight so about halfway through the season you guys have been a top 10 defense in a lot of categories (laughs) is that just the natural evolution of uh, coaches learning players players learning coaches yeah 100 percent. i think you know obviously everything everything new takes time you know and so everyone is just getting comfortable. Everyone's, you know, I think the coaches talked about it forever, you know, playing your role, doing, you know, doing the right things and just learning all the situations kind of and trusting each other, you know, with um, new schemes. You know, everyone can know what they're doing on paper. We can sit in a meeting and everyone can tell you exactly what they're doing. But if a certain guy does, you know, one thing in quarters and, you know, and, and not in two and just, you know, little things that you need to feel from that person and play, you know, next to them for a long time. And that's, you know, what you usually get about midseason. So I think that's where we're starting to click as a defense. In what ways have you seen the defensive scheme evolve over the course of the year? You know, I just uh, – not not a ton of, you know, evolving, like, in a sense of, like, ch- changing what we're doing. I think we're just playing at more of a consistent, consistent basis as a defense. And like I said, everyone's just – knowing each other I think you know from the play calling to the to you know to obviously the other coaches and then all the way down to us as players you know knowing exactly the situations we're all kind of comfortable in and the stuff and the calls that we should be in in certain situations and taking advantage of that next up tight end Dallas Goddard Dallas what's this week been like uh obviously around the league we've seen spikes how how is the coaching staff address that issue with you guys moving forward uh the biggest thing he said is you know we want to take control of it before it takes control of us basically um we're doing things we space out the meeting rooms put the defense to the indoor uh we wear masks in meetings uh you know it's all optional but i think as a team collectively uh, we want to have whatever advantages we can and being healthy is definitely a big one Dallas, Zach Ertz always had big games against Washington this season in the past. Is that kind of just one guy playing well against the team, or is that something schematically that the Eagles have been able to take advantage of against the Washington defense? Um, yeah, I guess that's not something I've really uh, looked at. Um, hoping to have a big game this week, but um, you know, it's the same thing. Uh, depends on how the game goes. Depends on what they do defensively. Everything can change. Um, but like always, we're going to go out there and do everything we can to get a win. Um, you know, just just the way they played their defense, we kind of knew what to expect. Uh, we had some good calls uh, against good defenses, and we took advantage. And you know, I just told Gardner, with, when you're in doubt, just throw it up to me, and I'll go get it. Um, you know, and he did that a few times. So, uh, but no, it was just a play call, and he was just he was just trying to find me. And you know, anytime. Uh, can catch the ball, I feel like uh, puts us in a good position. What's the process like in a short amount of time trying to make sure you're on the same page with a new quarterback? 
Um, you know, it's probably more for the quarterback than it is for the receiver. Um, so it'd probably be a better question for him. But for me, um, you know, he's in the meetings uh, the whole time. He sees how everybody runs their routes on film. Uh, he's out there with us at practice, you know, so he's seen it all along. And, you know, it's just credit to him that he was able to, you know, pick a target and throw it to it and hit, a, hit it accurately. Um, but, you know, we did some stuff on the side uh, in between periods, uh, different things to just try to get our uh, level of connection up. Uh, when when a team has so many uh, absences on defense, or at least when you're planning, how much do you guys have to rely on on preparing for the scheme as opposed to the matchups in this in this game? Yeah, um, there's definitely a little bit of both. But for me, you know, there there's always going to be 11 players out there. Um, I don't look at uh, players too crazily and just focus on film studying them. I just want to look at the overall picture. Um, so really, it's it's not that big of a deal. They're going to have 11 guys out there. They're going to be in the same positions. They're all in the NFL. You know, they're all very capable of doing things. Um, so it's really no different. Uh, you know, you're going to know what they're going to run defensively, their schemes, things like that. Um, and, you know, there's just going to be different people in different places, and that can happen at any time. You never know when someone's going to get hurt or out in a case like this. Is the Giants game a, a wake-up call for this team? Um, I don't know if it was te uh, really a wake-up call. Um, it was one that you hate to lose, um, you know, just like any of them. Uh, it's one that we wish we could have back. Um, but I don't know if it was a wake-up call. It was just, you know, we need to be better. We need to get better today, tomorrow, and every day. Um, and, you know, it, if anything, that will be a game you'll look back in the season and wish uh, it would have went differently. Seasons, you've, you had a few uh, games where you were at questions with soft tissue injuries and maybe missed a few here and there. This year, nothing like that. Uh, has there been changes implemented here, or have you changed things in your in your preparation to uh, make you healthier and not have to deal with those types of uh, things? Uh, it's probably a combination of both. I've added quite a bit into my uh, just weekly regime, whether it's massages or just doing different things, uh, stretching, strengthening my muscles. Um, but then also, you know, I feel like we're practicing less. We're spending less time on the field. My body is going through a lot less wear and tear. Um, you know, the things that I was asked to do the last three years compared to this year, year is a little bit different. Um, so I think that all kind of plays a, plays in part of it. All the questions are, are kind of more real for you because you've experienced this. What was that time away like for you? And when you look at the league policies, are, 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 there, are there anything from your experience that you would either change or add? No, I think I think the league's done a great job with uh, all the protocols and, you know, like they said, their job is to try to keep us safe. Um, they can only make us do so much. And, you know, we got a big majority of the team vaccinated, things like that, big majority of the league vaccinated. And obviously that's a step in the right direction. Um, but then it's just all on your own. You know, it's you want to be as safe as you can. Um, you know, if you got family coming in, all that stuff, you know, uh, there's more chances of it, so it's just kind of limiting your exposure to it. But I think everybody's done a pretty good job. Um, obviously, it's a pandemic, so uh, it can happen to anybody at any any time. But, you know, like we said, we just want to try to keep this building as uh, healthy as we can. What has been the messaging in terms of, like, the holidays coming up from the team? What do they want you guys doing? Um, last week or two weeks ago, whenever Thanksgiving was, it was mandated that we had to wear masks in the building and stuff like that. So the league kind of took control of it. And it's going to be the same thing. 
Um, you know, I'm sure we'll be able to have people get tested here. Um, people will get tested before they come out and see us. And then it's just uh, just being safe, wearing the mask around the building. And uh, if you feel sick, you know, talk to somebody. So uh, it, it, it could be a one-person thing instead of a 20-person thing. Is there something that kind of stands out to you over the last six weeks with just how successful the running game has been? I mean, it seems like you guys have done it in so many different ways. You know, even the week Jalen was out, you know, with Miles taking control and everything like that. I mean, just does it surprise you how successful it's been and, and what's kind of been the key there? Uh, no, it doesn't really surprise me. Uh, you know, starting from the O-line coach to the O-line, we got great O-linemen. Uh, the way they get movement on their double teams, uh, is pretty incredible and then we got good running backs and you know the big runs I think it was Kenny's uh, touchdown Jalen Rager did a great job coming and uh, blocking the safety and uh, anytime we can do that and it, it takes all 11 people on offense to run the ball and you know we're finally getting to that zone where everybody's on the right guy at the right time in the right place and we're able to hit it big but no our, I mean our old line is tremendous and we got good running backs um, and then you had Jalen back there and it just is another element to it so I think our run game uh, you know, we just have all the right pieces for it. Coaches do a great job scheming it to different ways. And, you know, the O-line just is an incredible unit. Yesterday, yesterday uh, Jalen Hurts told us he's doing everything in his power to make himself available. What have you noticed about his uh, preparations this week? Yeah, um, you know, coming back off a of bye week, he, he was able to spend all week here uh, rehabbing and stuff like that. So uh, just coming back, we've only been back yesterday, really. And, you know, he was doing everything he could to get back. You know, he's limping around a lot less than he was uh, a week ago or whatever. But, you know, I think there's no doubt about him, the competitor that he is, that he wants to be playing. And uh, whatever he has to do to play, he'll do it. Now, by this point in the week, have a good feel for who the quarterback is going to be. And, uh, you know, how do you navigate that, um, you know, if there is any answer? Um, you know, I, I just kind of go out to practice and try to get better every day. Um, you know, a small fraction of my job is catching the ball you know if I do that 10 times a game and we have 50 plays you know you're not doing that every time so I can improve a lot just by practicing it doesn't matter who's back there um is it nice to know who your quarterback is kind of um but it doesn't really matter you know just like when we played the Jets we didn't know until pretty much game time decision who it was going to be and then, you know, so you just have to go out there and focus on what you can get better at each day and just not really worry about other factors that you can't control. And lastly, offensive lineman Landon Dickerson. Yeah, they always put me out here. <laughs> or do you like it? Do you like standing and talking rather than oh. sitting out in the podium don't care? I don't really mind anywhere. Yeah. Uh, before we get to uh, this Sunday, can I just ask you about, uh, do Kelsey have any action on Alabama-Cincinnati? Like, how does that work? Uh, I really haven't talked to him about it. We might, might make a uh, little friendly wager. Yeah. There's been some notable Cincinnati guys. Yes. Yeah. Have a Cincinnati connection with the I'll talk to him and see. Right. How do you prepare when you have a team has so many D linemen that are just questionable for? for Sunday, like who you're going to face and styles and et cetera. And it's the same as every week. You prepare for, you know, every player that's on that team. Um, you know, we can only control what we can control. Uh, we have nothing to do with, you know, them down there and what they're dealing with COVID-wise. So, you know, we prepare like we're going to play everybody on that team. 
But how do you feel like the experience in the games that you've played in at Alabama? How, how do they prepare you for games like this one that literally are playoff stakes? Um, you know, I mean, Coach Haven just emphasizes, you know, he, he makes a big deal, you know, one play at a time, um, you know, see a little, see a lot. It's really just that kind of mindset. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things they do down there to kind of help transition guys. But I think it's just more of, you know, how, how you approach the game, every play, every snap. Your health. 13 weeks was uh, a long time to play football. How, how uh, welcome was this bye for you? Uh, and then coming out of it, how do you feel? Uh, the bye week was great. It's, you know, it's always nice to get your feet onto you, you know, get some recovery in. You know, it's, it's a longer season, so any amount of time you get to have extended rest is always good. Do you believe in I did. Do you believe in this, like, you know, the narrative of the rookie wall thing and, and, uh, and how do you feel uh, health-wise comparable to, like, you know, the, the amount of time you played uh, your previous stops in, you know, college, et cetera, not being as long as the NFL season? You know, I guess rookie wall, it's – everybody kind of has their own thing. I don't think – they kind of make it up in your head more than anything. Um, and you just can't really look at it as, you know, how long you have left or how long you have to go, you know, just, you know, being the mother. There's no reason to think about yesterday or tomorrow because it really doesn't matter right now. Um, you know, like I said, we prepare for everybody on that team, no matter who it is. So, you know, we do that every week. Doesn't matter. I mean, we got a lot of time. How'd you guys stay together? I mean, two and five, we yeah, six and seven with, you know, uh, playoffs still a reality. Uh, how, how did you guys stay together? It's, it's really just about, you know, getting 1% better every day, doing what we can to, you know, become a better team every single day, every practice, every meeting, every walkthrough. That's really what it's about. It's not... It's not results oriented. Um, it's it's process driven. So it's you know what what are we doing every day to try to get better? Has anything surprised you about the NFL after being it now for three or four months at least uh, in the season? Not really. No, it's pretty much as you expect. Is there anything that maybe was like I wouldn't say easier, but like you're surprised that it kind of came to you as simple as it did? Uh, we don't practice as much. Like it's you know we don't have many, not as much. I'll say we don't have as many. Full padded practices. Yeah. I, I think it is, and you know, I think that's the way it kind of is in this league. I don't, you know, guys have been playing for a long time. Probably don't need to be, you know, headbutting guys a hundred times a day, five days a week. So, what about you? And I mean, there were certain questions about, um, you know, athleticism coming in from from some. Um, do you feel like uh, that is you've been able to kind of keep pace in that regard uh, more than than maybe uh, you even thought so as a rookie? Um, I don't know who said that. Um, if they don't coach me or write my paychecks, I don't really care. So, let's take a few more for Landon. You get married during the break, did you? Pardon? You didn't get married. No. You're engaged. Are you sure? (laughs) 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 Nick had some complimentary things to say about you, uh, liking some of your attributes and something else. I wonder if you heard that. I, I didn't hear that. I mean, it's, it's nice. I, I guess he's. I, I think he's a tremendous player. So, um, I guess that's a good thing. But you know, at the end of the day, I, I have a long way to go. Still don't play how I'd like to play. So, just a lot of work to do. It seems like last one. Pardon. Do you watch much of him on tape? 
I do if we're watching, you know, other teams play or, you know, if, if he's playing, you know, a team that we're going to play and watching film on them. Cool. If I right. just have one, it just seems like there's nothing that gets you more excited out there on the field when you, you draw somebody off. Uh, is, there, is there something about that that just uh, brings the joy out in you or is it in particular? I mean, it's more demonstrative. So the referees know who jumped off sides, if the guy jumped, that, you know, we should get the penalty. You, you want to influence it like them, that kind of thing? By the, yeah, I mean, sometimes, sometimes if you don't move, they can get back from the neutral zone. You won't get a flag. So you want to make sure that, you know, if they do something, draw a flag, that make it known. Okay. Thanks, Landon. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.